Hey friends, uh, welcome back to our weekly Encounter God series. If this is your first time joining me, my name is Lisa Pulliam and I am excited about jumping into the Word of God with you. I am the founder of More To Be, a place where we are passionate about studying God's Word, having a fresh encounter with Him so that we can think biblically and live transformed. And that is certainly what's been happening to me as we have been studying the names and the attributes of God this year. Last week's was really profound as we looked at the God who sees. And this week I was thinking, uh, I'm probably not going to have that much takeaway, right? I mean, it's Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm looking down at my uh, note card here, which you guys can get these and print them out from the Encounter God resource. I've got my Bible open in front of me. And I, you know, sat down with a word and I thought, this is a familiar passage. The Lord is my shepherd. Yahweh Ra uh, is the um, Hebrew translation. And then looking at Psalm 23, we know it. The Lord is my shepherd. I, I lay down in green pastures. He leads me beside still and quiet waters. Uh, so like, what is there for us to take away from this? And I love that God spoke to me afresh and I pray that he will do that for you as well. And so before I even get into anything, let me just read it again and, and have that sit with you and sink in. I'm reading from the CSB translation, Christian Standard Bible. And just, just take this in. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his namesake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord for as long as I live familiar, right? Uh, maybe you, you've heard this passage preached. Maybe you've seen illustrations of it play out. Uh, Lou Giglio, Louis Giglio does a fantastic visual illustration that I got to see of what it looks like to feast in the presence of your enemies and, and the type of table that God sets before us. What really came to my mind was imagining sheep uh, because God is referring to himself as a shepherd here. So we, uh, I work out at a farm uh, where it's primarily horses. We have a few donkeys. We had goats at one point. We've got dogs and cats. But the neighbors of farm, an Amish farm, they have sheep and they have a couple baby, little baby lambs. And they are just the most adorable thing. Well, they come down off the hill. We have not figured out how they escape their land, but they come down and they graze on the open area around the riding ring and around the pastures. And it's so interesting. So I walked over one day, I wanted to see how close I could get to them because I really wanted to see the babies. And, and they all at the same time looked up, you know, real startled in, in unison. And then one sheep made the decision, I don't know which one it was, but they turned and they took off for the woods. And I just thought, that is not the way home. That, that is not a good way for you guys to go. You can get stuck in the mud. There's no grass for you to graze. That is not a good decision. But the problem was these sheep did not have a shepherd with them. They didn't know me. They didn't know my voice. They knew I was a stranger and they ran in fear. 
They needed their shepherd to show them the way home because in and of their own abilities, they were just going to follow whoever thought that they were boss and they went in the wrong direction. And I thought, God, you clearly made this metaphor for a reason. You want us to understand that visual of how quickly we will move in fear, how quickly we will head in the wrong direction, and how lost we are without him as our shepherd. And as I read this passage, here's some of the things that stuck out to me, which never, never jumped out before. He gives, he lets, he leads, he renews. I can't see it because I wrote it in pencil. He is with me. He is my comfort. He prepares and provides, protects and anoints. He overflows and pursues me with goodness and faithful love. In his house is where I shall dwell all of my life. This entire psalm is about God and about who he is and what he offers. And how many times do we get caught up in ourselves? That's been the theme that has come through to me in the last four weeks of study is that we look at the scriptures to know more about ourselves when really we are to look at the scriptures to know more about who God is, to get in tune with who the shepherd is, that we would hear his voice and follow him all of our days. That it's not about what he can do for me. It's about who he is and why he is trustworthy, why his presence is greater than his provisions, why his promises are bigger than our fears. And if we could just get our mind around that and stop being so self-consumed. I I usually, when I work, I usually work in silence. I don't, I'm not one of these people that like has music going on all day long. But the other day I was working in the house and I, I turned on the radio and so I was listening to worship song after worship song after worship song on whatever, hey Google, uh, turned on for me. And, and I just started noticing how many of our worship songs are about self, about what we need, what we want, how we, we need God to show up in our lives, about our identity, about our worth. And I was thinking, why, why are we not singing about who he is and what he, he has done and what he will accomplish? And in my year-long Bible reading, I was in Genesis. So let me see if I could find it. I was in a, a Genesis passage this morning, um, and it was uh, Genesis 24. And he says, uh, it's a passage about um, Abraham's uh, servant finding a wife for Isaac. And the, the thing that stuck out to me about that was how um, the man knelt low, worshiped the Lord and said, blessed be the Lord, the God of my master, who has not withheld his kindness and faithfulness from my master. That how many times do we posture ourselves and say, blessed be the Lord. How many times are we thinking about what God has done and who God is versus the, the what we need and how we need him to show up? And sure, this was a prayer that this man, you know, turned, he prayed, he, he stood, he looked, he asked, um, he watched, and then he worshiped. And I, I think that's a good model, right? But the idea is that can we just shift? Can we shift the focus off of ourselves and onto who God says he is and what he says he will do? And going back to that Psalm 23 passage where we can wrap up here, 
uh, where did it go? Psalm 23. Uh, the one, the one thing that also stuck to me too, stuck out to me was he lets me lie down in green pastures. And I thought, what does this let word mean? And so I looked it up. I have the blue letter uh, in front of me here up on my computer. So if you guys are not familiar with this, blueletterbible.org is just fantastic because you can look up the original translations of the word. And so I, I looked up uh, verse two, he lets me lie down in green pastures. And in the NASB, it's translated, he makes me lie down in green pastures. And to me, those are two very different expressions, right? Let means we have choice. Makes means we are being, you know, forced to do it. But if you look at the original uh, Hebrew word, it's ravats. Uh, the, it's spelled R-A-B-A-T-S, but the pronunciation is ravats with a V. And it's a verb, and the translation means to stretch oneself out, lie down, lie stretched out, uh, to lie down, to cause to lie down, the laying of stones, uh, and the primitive root to crouch on all four legs folded like a recumbent animal, uh, to, to, to literally like, I don't know, I just pictured, I pictured those, those lambs instead of running off into the woods out of fear, just this confidence and calmness when they're in the presence of their shepherd, that they can crouch on down to the ground with their legs folded underneath them, completely still besides quiet waters, that there is no anxiousness, that there is no worry, that God says, you don't even have to just, just do this. Just, just crouch down, bow before me, be present in my presence. Uh, was kind of my takeaway from this passage. I'd love to hear what your takeaway is from this passage. Please share with me. I love when the Holy Spirit reveals uh, consistent thoughts, but also thoughts that I can learn from you and you can learn from me uh, as the Holy Spirit is our teacher and our guide in this journey. You can find uh, the Encounter series at moretobe.com. You can find the resource in the shop and you can find the, this video and an audio version, depending upon you might be listening to the audio right now. You might be watching the video. You can find all that in the blog post at More To Be. And I look forward to continuing to serve you on this journey of having a fresh encounter with God and His Word. See you next time.